0: This is Bite Size History with the Saints.
1: Hold up.
0: Post your free job on LinkedIn.com people today. This is Bite-Size History with the Saints. Hi everyone, it's Megan.
2: And it's Bradley again.
0: So this week we're going to go ahead and talk about the recipe we did yesterday and start talking about where we're going to next. Because as we mentioned in the last podcast, with hitting the post-Neolithic, since we're pretty specific about avoiding post-colonialism food right now, we're going to have to move on.
2: Mm-hmm. And we've decided that we're just going to move on to Australia.
0: Which is going to be very interesting and we'll tell you why. But first, let's talk about the recipe we did last night. So... We made a version of tom yum soup, specifically uh, tom ka, which is the version with coconut milk. Now, this really didn't require that many modifications. It was mostly the same recipe. We just omitted the chilies and we accidentally omitted the cilantro, but that was mostly because I forgot we had some.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we the, the biggest difficulty was going to the Asian market that's here and finding the ingredients. The we, we live in an area where There's only one Asian market, and the ingredients were rather difficult to find for it.
0: It was kind of surprising because we live in Toronto.
2: (laughs) Yeah, well, we live... In a
0: burb of Toronto. In a burb
2: of Toronto that is... um, Very white. Very white.
0: (laughs) So we weren't able to get everything. Overall, though, the recipe was fantastic.
2: I really enjoyed it. It it was a little off-putting by the looks of it because it made me think of a bowl of cereal
0: it was very white
2: it was very white and the, the mushrooms we I never had those mushrooms before and you know, I don't mind mushrooms but sometimes they tend not to taste the way you would expect them to taste and they were actually really good the only issue I had with them was they were chewy it w- they were kind of meaty if that makes any sense
0: that was an issue for you for me I found that more fulfilling
2: yeah, it was just kind of a lot of work for a soup. <laughs>
0: <laughs> More like a
2: stew. More like a stew that was just very runny.
0: Oh. Yeah. That doesn't sound appealing when you say it like that. No.
2: But it's it tasted amazing. And you know, the shrimp added a nice little taste to it. The uh chives or not chives. Lemongrass. Lemongrass and the shallots gave it a nice little taste too. It definitely, it helped. Uh, the lemongrass didn't really come through for me. Yeah,
0: I forgot to do a step that I did recommend to do in the recipe. You're supposed to smack them to you, release the flavor.
2: You'd mentioned smacking them, but you never did.
0: I didn't do it, uh, yeah. Well,
2: so then, that, I would recommend doing that because they just, I don't think that they appeared at all on my palate.
0: You could smell them though.
2: Oh yeah, you could smell them, but there was no taste to them. And then the lemon leaves was
0: it uh the lime leaves lime yeah.
2: leaves those didn't really come through either
0: I was supposed to have torn them up
2: so in other words a lot of this was just Megan not doing what Megan was supposed to do
0: a hundred percent that was um
2: yeah I, I I my only job when we're doing this is just to record and eat willing to eat yeah but i'm i'm tall enough to stand up and you know get those nice high shots and um you're supposed to do all the i
0: was gonna say we should eventually get a photo of the setup because it's hilarious it's one of us trying to be on a well him trying to be on a step stool or just do it himself just looking over the camera it's yeah. it's ridiculous
2: but no it doesn't change the fact that yes. you made this meal it, it could have actually been i gave it a five out of five <laughs> So it could have actually maybe have even been like a, you know, 10 out of 5. If you would have actually done your proper steps
0: to I disc. Know. Well, and also if we had the proper shrimp. So I didn't realize our shrimp was deshelled for the most part. Um, It still had tails. And part of the steps was to make almost like a seafood broth. They wanted you to use whole shrimp. So you put the heads and the tails and the shells into the broth to kind of produce it. Didn't have all of that. But I feel like with the modifications we had it still was fishy.
2: I feel like you let me down.
0: I probably did. I feel like you let me down.
2: If you would have just done those extra steps, this could have been the best meal I ever had in my life.
0: That's true. I, I totally did. So
2: as we mentioned before, we're going to Australia. Australia itself was only inhabited 45 000 to 50,000 years ago. We're not quite certain. Uh, it's not the last place on earth to be inhabited. That actually goes to New Zealand, which is only thought to be inhabited about 750 years ago. So... Not that long ago, but we are going to take and stick to the Australian area. So Papua New Guinea, Australia, Tasmania, um, Mm -hmm. New Zealand. Zealand. We're going to take and focus there, but we're starting off in Australia. It's the biggest place and we're going to have to get inventive.
0: Yeah. So one of the big things with it is we had to look at a lot of Aboriginal uh, recipes and kind of how they eat, because it's very similar to how they were eating in the very beginning.
2: Well, it's because the food that they had available to them before colonialization wasn't a large amount of food. It was very, very narrow. And it's going to drive Megan insane. And probably lucky we're only doing one recipe here. Because if not, I'm not, I would have to listen to Megan complain for three weeks about how she's eating kangaroo again.
0: Yeah, it'd be pretty bad. Um, especially because it's going to be a lot of meat, honey, and some fruits if we can find them.
2: Yeah, that's the problem, is finding the fruits. The um, Most of them exist in Australia, but they don't exist outside of Australia. Luckily, meat is surprisingly easy to get a hold of here. Uh, I guess there's a kangaroo farm down the way from us.
0: Yeah, and an emu farm.
2: So those two meats are actually going to be surprisingly easy to get a hold of all the way here in Canada. I'm, I'm excited because I've only ever had kangaroo jerky. I've yeah. ne- never had kangaroo itself.
0: Well, we never had emu, um... My sister eats a lot of, like, emu and ostriches and stuff. Yeah. But.
2: And uh, well, that's because your sister's.
0: She, 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 she was... was bit by a tick.
2: Yeah. <laughs> in, the, in North America, we have a tick that when you're bitten by it, it makes you allergic to red meat. And um...
0: in her case, it made her allergic to all meats that come from mammals.
2: Yeah. So it, it's not a fun tick to be bitten by. At least it doesn't kill you, but it just makes your life miserable. But Unless least... you're a vegetarian and then you're not even going to notice the difference. Exactly. And good for you. <laughs> but yeah, so we're going go to take in good Australia first and I think that it's going to the biggest issue is going to be getting a hold of any of the fruits. Mhm. Because there's only a handful of fruits that are actually available. One of them, they call a tomato, but it's not a tomato. It's more closely related to the... Eggplant. Eggplant. And yeah, that's one of the problems that as we colonized outside of, you know, where we originated, we started just naming things to name things and we attributed names that we already knew. So like when the British colonized North America, instead of calling it maize, like the natives would call it, they decided they're just going to call it corn. Corn in English is literally any grain. So wheat is a corn, barley is a corn, and they just sat there and just went, yep, that's corn. (laughs) So we attribute names that we use, and we tend to just go, "You're, you're wrong, I'm right, when that's not the case.
0: Well, it's like, I remember when we lived in England, we were so thrown off by the term corgette for zucchini. And it took us a little bit to realize that zucchini actually is not even the native term either. Yeah. Zucchini comes from Italy.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Colonization has given us a bunch of words that in the end, we could have just stuck to using the native's words. Um, But, you know, colonization is...
0: One hell of a drug.
2: Yeah, that's a good way to put it. (laughs) So, yeah, we're going to take and focus in that area. And, you know, Tasmania is going to be an interesting one. Yeah. And this thing is like the meat wise, a lot of the meats that they would have eaten, we can't get nowadays because we've either made them go extinct or have made them endangered. So that leaves us really only for the Australian continent. It leaves us with just kangaroo and emu
0: the the uh, more aggressive of the species. Yeah,
2: <laughs> so it's going to be interesting, and I'm 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 curious on how it's going to work for us.
0: Yeah, I imagine with some of these, we're going to end up doing a lot of fish.
2: Yeah, and then that's the other issue is that you know we don't live we live near a body of water, but it's freshwater, and it fish prices aren't as bad as they were in Kansas.
0: Oh, they are terrible in Kansas,
2: but they still are a little bit pricier.
0: So we're going to spend about uh three to four blogs talking about this region specifically.
2: Yeah, and it's because, you know, there's four different locations. And although the food types may not vary largely, you know, I mean, gra- granted, you know, kangaroo isn't exactly going to be found on like Papua New Guinea, but there are different food types. And I think that it would be doing it no justice if we didn't focus on all four locations. And I think it's probably going to be four, but we're going to have to see when the, it comes down to the ingredients.
0: Yeah. Cause that's, that's usually what ends up being our biggest hindrance is the accessibility to some of these ingredients. Yeah. Uh, so if we, if we really can't find anything and we can't, you know, figure out any of it, we'll have to,
2: we might do a special blog post about what would have been eaten mm-hmm. so that if you do live in one of those locations, you might be able to very easily find the ingredients and make a meal yourself. But we won't be doing it ourselves. Yeah, it'll just be like a little supplemental blog post um, that just will be available for everyone. It won't be like the patrons' blog post where it's a dessert. And that's going to be a fun one to figure out for... Fruit
0: and honey, fruit and honey. But it's probably
2: just going to be handfuls of huh. I'm just going to be like Pooh Bear <laughs> sitting in there with just a t-shirt on, just scooping honey out of a jar. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that image.
0: It's going to be beautiful.
2: But... It's, it's going to be difficult, so we're just going to play by ear, see when we get there what we're going to be working with.
0: Most definitely. And so, really, I think the big thing with this week is just prepping to go forward, planning out the menu, securing the ingredients, all the fun stuff.
2: <laughs> yeah, and we're, we're not going to be hindered by the holidays coming up for the simple fact that we aren't traveling anywhere. It's just her and I, and we still have to eat. So why not eat and make the blog post at the same time? Exactly. That's going to do it for this week. It's not as long of a podcast as it was, you know, last week. But that's the thing is that these aren't meant to be, you know, an hour, two hours long. And it's bite-sized for a reason. So we're just going to take and, you know, wrap it up here and... Megan's got something she wants to say.
0: Yeah. So um, you guys might have noticed on our website that we are selling a lot of our products at a 20% discount. That sale will end tonight. I don't believe we're planning on doing any more sales for the rest of the year. So definitely go ahead and check them out. And let us know if there's something that you want that we don't sell yet. Because we are always adding things to the shop. And we also do love to do custom orders.
2: Yeah, I mean, I hand carve everything that is made. The cutting boards, uh, we can wood burn images into the cutting boards as long as we either have an image or you send us an image. Uh, but other than for that, I hand make everything. There's it takes a little bit, but you know, there's something nice about me. One for me making it with my hands. But then too, you know, when you buy it, you know that it was handmade and not some factory somewhere that you never will be able to see. I mean, granted, I'm the—I may never show you my shop <laughs> because that's that's my space. But I, I I I could send you photos of me working in the shop if that's what you would want.
0: It's really funny because it's so tiny.
2: It is very tiny,
0: and he's he's a very tall man, just crammed in this little room we will eventually get him a, a proper workbench and stuff but uh right
2: now you make do you make do with what you got
0: yeah it's an old ikea desk it's beautiful yeah
2: <laughs> so it's just uh it's all handmade i do take pride in what i've made and we're going to be adding some new types of cutting boards coming soon the cutting boards we have now you know are just plain wooden cutting boards and the cutting boards that we are going to be adding are going to be more decorative mm-hmm. still useful decorative and everything is biodegradable uh we use tongue oil for the uh oil the varnish (laughs) the varnish uh it's completely food safe so you don't have to worry about you know any
0: bad ingestion of toxic yeah things it's all food safe so
2: yeah just check out the store and let us know
0: Yeah, and use the code BLACKFRIDAYSALE to get the 20% off. And if you're in Canada, we do free shipping. Yeah. So definitely check it out. And if you didn't want any of our hand-carved wooden items, there's also a lot of really cool replicas from the St. Archaeology Co side.
2: Yeah, we try to keep the two separate. But because of a problem with Etsy recently, (laughs) we've had to merge both of the stores. So it might be a little confusing, but... Stay away from selling on Etsy.
0: Yeah, they are not great.
2: No. (laughs) But, yeah, so I think we're going to wrap it up.
0: Yeah, so have a fantastic day, everyone. Yeah,
2: thank you guys. Hold
1: up.